clap your hands for Jesus. Come on, let's give God a shout of praise. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. He is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Can you guys hear me okay? Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, we honor you on tonight. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you that you are Lord, you are Savior, you are King, and most importantly, you are our Father. And we thank you right now, God, that you are in this place. We honor you. We submit to your spirit, to the Holy Spirit, now in the name of Jesus. And God, we appreciate you on tonight. We thank you for what you're going to do, or what you've already done, in the name of Jesus. And we pray right now, God, for your spirit to activate us on tonight, that we may be more like Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. You may be seated. Hallelujah. As you sit, go home and give God a praise again. Come on, never stop giving God praise. We want to give honor for an opportunity to be here with you again on tonight. You know, I've been here, this is my third year fellowship with you guys. I give honor to the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, for allowing me to be here. Give honor to our, the pastor of this dear house. Thank you for allowing me to be here and to every man and woman of God in this house. I just want to share with you very quickly, I believe, a word that God has given me for tonight. Last month, I had a dream. In this dream, I saw a whole bunch of storms popping up all over. Like I can see the thunder clouds rolling. I can see lightning flashing. You know, I can see fields on fire. And I was like, Lord, what is going on? And as I saw the storms popping up, I began to run and warn people from house to house, from building to building, about these storms. I was warning them to take shelter because these storms were coming. And then I went back to what I perceived was my house in this dream. And I saw like a very small person, but it was a human, it was a man, but he was very small. And then to the left, I saw like a huge person, kind of like it reminded me of an angel. That's the only thing I can relate to in the dream. And in front of this small person, I saw like a funnel cloud, like a tornado cloud begin to form from the ground up in front of this small person. I said, my God, this small person is the source of these storms. And so I thought I can either run to my basement and take shelter like everyone else, or I can stand here in the power and the authority of God has given me by his Holy Spirit and speak to this storm and command it to go. And I began to plead the blood of Jesus over this storm. And the more I pleaded the blood of Jesus over this funnel tornado cloud, it began to disappear. And then I woke up. And when I woke up, I said, God, what was that? He said, as believers, we have to remember that we have a big God living on the inside of us. He is a God that knows all. He is a ruler. He has all authority and all power. And that same God is on the inside of us when we give our life to Christ. And the thing that was causing the storm was actually very small. So sometimes things may come up in our lives and they seem like they're bigger than what they really are. There may be sin, there may be temptation, there may be immorality. It may seem like it's huge. The world will make it seem like this thing is huge and everyone's with the in crowd. But God said that is small compared to the God that we serve. Hallelujah. He said inside of us we have that God on the inside of us. And because God is on the inside of us, we have the ability to walk out the life that God has called us to live. Amen. You know, in Colossians 2, verses 9 through 10, Paul's tell the Colossian church, he said that in Jesus dwelled God, in full, the fullness of God dwelled in Jesus in his human body. And then over in Colossians 1 and 27, he says, now Christ is in us. 
So if in Jesus dwell the fullness of God in the human body, and now Jesus is now in us, so in us, even young people, when you give your life to Christ, Christ in you, he is the hope of glory. In you is the fullness of God in the human body. So there is no temptation, there is no sin, there is no strongholds and no bondage that would keep us bound because on the inside of you, you have Jesus Christ, the fullness of God in the human body. You are stronger than what you think. Hallelujah. You have all power that has been given to us by the Holy Spirit. And very quick, if I can get three men. Can I get you? Can I get my son, my oldest son? And I need four, actually. Is that okay, Pastor? Can I do a demonstration? Amen. Yeah, I need you too, KB. Now let me, under, let me share this. I'm going to need one more person. I need a fourth person. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so the Bible talks about the makeup of a man, right? He says that we are spirit, we are soul, and we are body, right? It says we, we, the, we have a human spirit, we have a soul. Our soul is our mind, our will, our emotions, how we feel, and all that is housed in our body, in our flesh. But our spirit man is who we really are. And when we give our lives to Christ, Christ gives us, thank you, KB, sit down <laughs> Christ gives us a, his spirit a brand new spirit on the inside of us but we still have the same mind and we still live in the same body and over in Ephesians 5 I believe that's where the theme for tonight is coming from in Ephesians 5 Paul tells the Ephesians church imitate Christ in everything that you do imitate Christ in your living and average of all with our new spirit which is created anew in Christ Jesus I feel the presence of God well when that spirit gets on the inside of us we become alive to who we really are in Christ and as a result we begin to think differently our soul will begin to think differently begin to think the thoughts of Christ and begin to walk out the plans of Christ for our life and then as a result the body has no other choice or option but the follow. Why? Because we have been created anew and we have imitated the life of Christ in everything that we do. And Paul continues to tell the Ephesians church further down in chapter 5, he said, do not let the world, the things that's going on in the world, the sexual immorality, the greed, the sin, the temptation out there, don't let that fool you to make you think that that is better than what you have right now in Jesus Christ. He said, because you belong to Christ, so whatever is being named out there in the world, don't let that be named above you. Dare to be different. You can live for Christ right now, regardless of what your age is. Christ is in you, and in you, you have the fullness of God in your human body. So there's nothing that you cannot do. There's nothing that you cannot be. There's no life that you cannot live as long as you rely on the Spirit of God that is on the inside of you that he gave you when he created you anew with his human spirit. So anything that is done in the body or in the soul will always have to follow the Spirit as long as we continue to imitate Christ in our everyday life. And then God, thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much. Give a <laughs> So, 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 so in closing, I, I want to I continue to move on because I believe God wants to do some things as we move forward in his presence. I believe God wants to activate some things, some things that have been laying dormant. You know, then he goes on, he says, let me read it verbatim. I don't want to mess up the scripture. <laughs> it says, awake, O sleeper, 5, Ephesians 5, verse 14. 
Awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead, and Christ will give you light. We don't have to be asleep. And unfortunately, sometimes we can be so used to going in our own way and being influenced by the world and being influenced by society that we become asleep spiritually. And so that things that we wouldn't necessarily do or places where we wouldn't necessarily go, we begin to do those things because we have let our guard down and we begin to sleep spiritually. But here Paul is saying, listen, wake up. Tell your neighbor to wake up. Shake him, say, wake up. You have a Christ on the inside of you. Amen. We don't have to be asleep. Nothing has to take us by surprise. There's a, lot, there's a lot happening in the world. There's a lot of laws being passed. There's a lot of things that saying that they make you think that there's more with them than there are. No, if we have God, we have more than enough and, it's more, and we are more than anything that come up against us. So no matter what the world is doing, young people, we have the ability to live for Christ right now. Just wake up to the God that is already on the inside of you. We've already established that he's in you and in you is the fullness of God in your human body. So just wake up and realize who you are and say, I can live this life that God died for me, that Jesus died for me to have. I can live this life and be all that God called me to be right now. You don't have to wait until you're older. I tell my kids all the time, you don't have to wait until you're my age to begin to live for Jesus Christ. You can live for Jesus Christ right now at your present age. Amen? And so, God, we love you. Come on, that's all I want to share with you on tonight. I want to go ahead and get into the worship of God because I believe, come on, let's stand to our feet because I believe as we move forward in the service on tonight, God is going to activate us. He's going to wake us up. <laughs> Those of who may have been asleep, taking naps, you know, spiritually, God's going to wake us up and help us come alive to who we are spiritually. Amen. So, Lord, we love you on tonight. We give you praise, honor, and glory. We thank you for activating us on tonight. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. And most of all, we thank you for your son, Jesus. And we thank you that he lives on the inside of us. We have God on inside of us. The fullness of God is in us. So we are able to live. We are able to be. We are able to do all that Jesus Christ has died for us to have. We thank you that we will not allow any sin, any bondage, any iniquity, any temptation, any immorality right now to keep us from living God's best for our lives. So God, we totally surrender to you all tonight. We thank you right now, God, that you are alive and you are alive and well in us. So God, we wake up to who you are on tonight. We become fully aware of who you are in us all tonight, Jesus. We thank you right now that you are right now quickening us. Quicken our spirits now, God. Quicken us right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now, God, that you activate us right now, God, for your service. That we may live more for you. That we may live for Jesus. That we may imitate you before a dying world. That people may run, run to us asking, what must they do to be saved? What must they do to have our Jesus? And so, God, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. And we thank you for your presence. And we think that we will leave out this place changed on tonight because everyone who comes to Jesus receives. And we think that everyone who comes into this house will receive Jesus, that we may carry it out to our schools and to our jobs and to our marketplace and to our communities, to the nations, to the world now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you right now, God, that this is our season. This is our time. And we honor you on tonight, Jesus. We bless your name. 
And we thank you that our hearts are able to receive all that heaven has for us all tonight. And we thank you for transformation. Transform our hearts. Transform our mind. Transform our thinking that we may be more like Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.